Hello and welcome to the Enlightened Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Hunt. In today's episode, we shall be going into Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi and basically Star Wars in general. So join us for one of the most depressing episodes of the Enlightened Podcast. I'm sorry, and I understand that it's not really an uplifting one as much as I tried to drag it back from the deep depths of Tartarus that it goes, Disney's still in charge. So join us for this episode regardless, and try and bear with us as we weather the storm. Alright, welcome to the illustrious Season 2 return of the Enlightened Podcast. Hello, I am your host, Ben Hunt, here with my friend and sometimes co-host. I forget my name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the boxers. What? Reggie Wilder. Reggie Wilder. I, I am here with Mr. Reggie Wilder. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> Don't wear it out. Do, do, do it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's infinitely funnier. <laughs> God damn it. Reggie here. <laughs> I am here. So, um, I think we're just... we. This episode is going to be... Based on Star Wars in general, because that's what we've been talking about for the last half hour. Half hour we've been talking about and it. And it's just it's, like it, it just it it hit a point where I was like, I just need to hit record. Come on, like it's really it's what it is. So we're fresh off Obi Wan, uh, episode five. Episode five, yeah. Episode five, and uh, suddenly it's the first halfway decent episode of a pretty dog shit TV show. I. It's not halfway decent. I like my guy Ben loves like loved the episode because oh, of the oh, oh. Vader. Not loved. I, it's a C plus. It's just the first <laughs> passing grade. This show is. It, let alone when was the last time Boba Fett got a passing grade? Please, they had to go back and reanimate Mark Hamill. Dude, to try I I I don't know. Like I don't know Disney what Disney is doing. Sucks. I don't know what Disney is doing. Uh, I, I, for what it's worth, Disney brought back Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. They're excellent in it, in I, their capacity, I guess. There's not a goddamn scene that Ewan McGregor is in that I'm like, this is a terrible scene. It's Every, he's it's just, just everything that actor. everything that's around him is terrible. And it's like people threw this writing together in five minutes Every other episode, every other scene is just like, I think that one's a Jedi. <laughs> the fucking Kumail Nanjiani they brought in, who is the least Star Wars, Star Wars person of all time. Dude, they did that with Bill himself. Burr and the Mandalorian. Oh, What's I stand thing? behind that. That was also a terrible casting choice. And I love Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr, too. Um, he was actually good in one episode. Of uh, the, the, the last one that he was in, I yeah. thought he was pretty good. He was pretty good in, yeah. but like all the other ones he was in, he was dog shit. It's and so I did not it care. Takes us out of the show. It's all supposed to be this expansionist escapism. We all get lost in the story, and it's just Disney's like, oh, you know what people like? They like allegory and people that are famous. 
So uh, what we do is uh, the Empire are the Nazis. And every single scene, like old A New Hope, it's clear that they're not just Nazis. They're also Romans. <laughs> they're also Alexander the Great. They're Mongols. They are the newest empire in the series of civilizations that are empires. Tolkien said it, said it best. Allegory is for fools. <laughs> That's paraphrasing what he said, but Tolkien is the Lord. <laughs> I, I detest allegory ever since I have been old enough and wary enough to detect its presence. That's a direct quote, people. Listen to that quote, and that is how I feel about people that love allegory. It's, it's everyone wants to do this Stupid Hunger Games dystopia where, oh, the government's evil and everyone turns Nazi in the end. And it's just... Maybe you're right. Who who, who fucking cares? I I don't want to get Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I just want to see some laser laser swords and just... Space Cowboys. Steve Miller said it best. I've been looking for it ever since. (laughs) Dude, we got one of the greatest characters uh, ever from Han Solo... He could be, like, and you can compare him to the Wild mm-hmm. West and everything, mm-hmm. and that's fantastic. But he's a space cowboy, and that's amazing. He's his own thing. It's not one for one every single scene. It's like, wow, this guy's just... That's wider right there. Yeah. No, shut up. It's just, yeah. he's, just, he's just the fucking... At no point am I just like, oh, I get it. The Emperor is Hitler. Like, n- that never happens in the original series. Stormtroopers, yeah, I get it. Stormtrooping. And, like, yes, there is Nazi iconography that is in used to make the Empire be more like the evil Empire. But they don't rely entirely on that. No. And it's dumb. It's dumb. Disney is just leaning so hard into it. It's pedantic. It's bad. It's lazy writing. It's more Game of Thrones writing. It's more. It's more. It's more pandering to a global audience that wants like more allegorical. Like, oh, this is happening in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. Every everybody's everyday life is shit <laughs> compared to what I, I see in I, Star Wars, yeah. and what I want to see is cool shit. <laughs> That's just like is out of this world. It is called. It is science fiction. It is supposed to be otherworldly fiction. That is supposed to be. Beyond my conception. I just... It's... Um, Dune is the only science fiction that I... T- t- today, in the past like decade, that I genuinely love. So what surprised me is... Um, did you read the first Foundation book? Did I bully you into that? No. No, you wanted me to read it. I made it... I, I, I To my discredit, I am not, I'm bad. I did not like uh, the first like 20 pages, so I didn't never read Okay, entirely fair. It is. I read the first twenty pages. Though. I was just like, no, no, no. no. Give you, uh, the fact that you gave it a try already. Cause I did. It is a very eclectic, very different um, book. But I really got into it because it is. It's like Dune, but it's very original and very different. And I like that it's not just a hero's journey again in space. That being said, me and Ellie sat down and we watched the first episode of. Apple's adaptation of Foundation, where Richard Harris's son plays the, one of the leading roles, and the guy who played Thranduil plays the Emperor. Oh, Lee, uh, what's Lee his Pace. Name? Lee Pace, yeah. Lost my We've only watched one episode, and I've lost my mind. Because finally, somebody is putting effort, thought, like it, it, the visuals. 
money. It's incredible. And it's like, Disney, just take five seconds. And you have twice the budget Apple does. And you actively decide not to do it because you'd rather make Rugrats episodes. I actually think George Lucas kept his, uh, like, his secrets, like, of, like, actually filming Star Wars from people. Because it, like... I it does vis- it's it, visually more pleasing to me to watch a two thousand five Revenge of the Sith than it is up to date Obi Wan series. Was it um, Electric Lights and Magic? What's his? Um, he has a production company that specifically does that. That he had to develop for um, A New Hope. Whatever the fuck he did. Yeah. <laughs> so much better than what Disney well, is doing. It's, it, uh, the special effects that he wanted in A New Hope were so new and so revolutionary that. It's industrial lights and magic. Yeah. Um, he, he created a company and he basically just hired a bunch of people and said, can you make this? And they said, like, yeah, in theory. And he goes, cool, let's do it in practice. And since then, they've been super cutting edge on everything. And um, I think they later became Pixar. And that's... Oh, and that's why Pixar's elite. Like, like, like me and Ben were sense. saying... Like, Pixar is the only good Disney, just because, like, technically Disney owns Pixar, and, like... Marvel is going downhill fast. Star Wars is going downhill fast. We had fucking Boba Fett. Boba Fett was one of the worst things I've ever put, like, my mind to, and that's why, like, I stopped, like, I, like, like, I I didn't want to watch Obi-Wan. I'm watching it because of Ewan McGregor, Mm -hmm. and, and my fandom of Ewan McGregor, and that is all. It just, it blew me away that you could seriously have a character who has five lines in the original series and is one of like the public's favorite characters of all time. He is a ruthless bounty hunter who's the perfect antithesis to Han Solo. He is this like just absolute monstrosity of a fighter. And this this bad, bad person who's just awesome. And in one five-minute episode, Disney can say, well, actually, he's a good guy now. And he explains it as, I'm tired of, you know, working for people who are trying to get me killed. That's it. That's all his emotional development. And then he plays little dances with wolves with the fucking uh, Tuscan Raiders who they want to develop into the society. And it's like... Guys, like, we don't need the Tuscan Raiders. To and that was never solved. It, it was just culture. like the Tuscan Raiders just like. They got alert. murdered. They just <laughs> got murdered. Yeah. There's no, like, no, like, they got revenge, I guess. Yeah. But they're still dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's, like. Yeah, it's just. And I'm not saying that, like, uh, you know, but it's just such on. It's the a nose. beaten, and it, it's a beaten down trope. Ben and said it to me exactly initially. What was going I was just like, let's ride this out. It's an okay trope, I guess. Let's see if it comes to something. It didn't. It's Pocahontas, Avatar. It's been done. A thousand times over. It's been done. I just we're all tired of it. It's just I just I just want a TV show to like like wow me. Again, I have not had a TV show wow me in a while. Was uh, we had a good streak there where we had like True Detective season one of Westworld. We took it for granted. We took it for granted. I, season one of Westworld was the most disappointing thing though <laughs> ever at the end because it was wowing me from every corner. I was just like, this show is gonna be amazing. It's gonna. It was like gonna be like conceptually like 
like to take me down like what it means to be mm-hmm. human and they just hit me with killer robots <laughs> and I was just like god damn it <laughs> sometimes I just need killer robots I maintain I still I agree with you that the ending is not as good as it could have been have you watched Westworld after that yes you have okay I did right. not keep up right. with it because the there you go though season, there well we go. season two wasn't as well written it was like a huge step down yeah um, season one though Season one is is a great show. I need to go back and rewatch it again. Well, Anthony Hopkins is like the highlight of that well, season. Yeah, Anthony crazy. Hopkins could play like Queen Latifah, and I would watch it. That is, wow that that that's a that's a visual right there, Ben. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a visual. What Meryl Streep is to most white women is what Anthony Hopkins is to me. Is that a better explanation? Damn, I didn't know Meryl Streep was that loved. <laughs> what, what's the line from Modern Family? Is Meryl Streep could play fucking Batman and I watch it. Hot take, like, Meryl Streep? She's okay. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I, I don't think she's a bad actress. I think she's actually quite good. I, is I, she the greatest actress to ever live? Who the hell has ever said that? I don't understand. <laughs> Never understood it. Like, you know, Tom Hanks is throwing himself down cliffs for, you know, a uh, castaway. And DiCaprio's getting eaten by a fucking bear. But she plays, oh, the devil wears Prado. And then suddenly it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Preposterous. Yeah, I, yeah, you can put, you can put that. She, she's mama meing everywhere. <laughs> Singing ABBA, which... Dope. I'll watch it every single time. <laughs> it's complicated. Underrated rom com. Oh my movie. god! Al Baldwin and Meryl Streep in that movie are amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Not to mention Steve Martin. Steve Martin plays that role so well. Perfectly. Because he's not funny, Steve Martin. He's contemplative. Really good actor, Steve Martin. Yeah. And that's what I love. Meryl Streep is never more attractive to me than in. It's a complicated, actually, though. She's the perfect MILF in that movie. I will say. What? Yeah, you're a big fan of the cool 65-year-olds. Huh? Oh, she she's not 65. Like she's like she's like 70 now. Like 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 back back then that was like 2008. She, she was like she was like 80 then. <laughs> she's like 80 now. She was like in her sixties then. Dude, shut, yeah. dude, shut <laughs> up! No way was she sixty. Oh, I'm man, gonna prove you wrong. You're hanging. I'm out. gonna prove you wrong. Hold Hang on, at Linden hold Pond. on, just a second. Guilt that I don't. I, I'm still standing by it. I was, I was digging it. <laughs> but like, let let's see. Like, I, she's not eighty. She's seventy two, and that came out. She was probably fifty two when that came out. So fuck you. It came out in, like, 2008, so that was, oh, no, my math is wrong. She was probably 58, 14 so, years ago. So, I'm sorry, so my, my cool 60-year-old joke is two years off? I, 58, I mean, it, it, it's a stretch. <laughs> like, but, like, 58 is not a grandma, I would say. Sometimes it's a grandma, but sometimes it's not. Okay, man. Hey, <laughs> you do you. Whatever floats your boat, dude. I'm not. I I'm not yucking your yum. Attracted <laughs> to this woman, and I will not hear if answer butts about it. 
I respect. Uh, you know what? I will, Helen Mirren. I will. Uh, I will cast your way. Is uh, my answer. To oh that. fuck yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. She is. She is a genuinely attractive woman. Yes. That's all. I, that's all I wanted to say. But back to our point of how much Disney stinks at oh making Star Wars movies. Yeah, I um, I just watched uh, Rogue One for the first time in a couple of years, and I realized that I've been harder on it than I needed to be for um, oh no you, a long time. You, I I've watched it also like in the past year. I think it like literally like last year I watched it and it was it was bad. So my argument, and no, I don't think it's a fabulous movie. It's a C plus at best, but. It's um there's no character development whatsoever, but the visuals are beautiful. The last the battle scene is a beautiful battle yeah, scene. Like even the intro scene when what's his name's ship's coming out. Yeah. Um Krennic's ship is coming out of the mm-hmm. uh, hyperspace and just Krennic's not a bad movie. villain, by the way, too. I think he's great. I love that they brought back Tarkin. I think it still looks great. They were t- people were really mad about the motion capture, and I was like, "Oh, like I think that's awesome." Yeah, um, I watched Han Solo recently. I that movie that is a, a that movie is a C at best. Yeah, it's um, it's not great. So my argument for Rogue One is that it's the only Disney Star Wars that feels like Disney Star Wars. I mean, I'm sorry that that feels like Star Wars, just the way it was shot. And the way, like, the cinematography feels, some of the, the, the wide shots, it really does feel like Star... There's a grittiness that belongs to the originals that Disney kind of rounded the edges of that I just, I don't know, the way that the Stormtrooper outfits look, they look like Stormtrooper outfits. They don't look like fat guys in cosplay. Yeah. Which, even the Mandalorian... There are fat guys in cosplay that are stormtroopers, and it doesn't. The Mandalorian good. has some answers uh, for me because I'm I'm solely on the team that like I don't really care about the Mandalorian anymore. Thank you. I also don't like the Mandalorian particularly much. I was un- underwhelmed by the first season. Second season was okay. I you know like I I hate that he took over Boba Fett. I thought it was stupid to bring him in. It's just, it's all about Baby Yoda. That's the end game. Is I, I just, eh, I don't care that much. He doesn't have a face. Let all, he doesn't have a personality. I know. It, it, it's just, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So I just like, yeah. I, I, I don't know where Star Wars goes uh, here on out. I hope they just like cut away from this storyline. So and just do something. Mine? completely separate no callbacks I don't want any more callbacks I'm done I'm every done I want original I want every like you know Jabba the Hutt's dice need to be in just so people can go <laughs> like the Obi-Wan thing where he's playing with his uh, T-17 toy and so Obi-Wan has to be the one that got him the T-17 toy and it's like guys stop like uh, what's it called it's they're doing callbacks and they're also with the fucking puppets I am so done. People were talking about like, oh, good, it's the back away. I had the biggest argument with my brother about this. Who's the the old purist? I stop. Yoda looks better as CGI than he does as a puppet. Knock it off. Like, who are you talking about? Yes, CGI was overused in the prequels because they were fascinated with this new toy. 
But also, kind of, I did miss it in some instances. Like, it was just Boba like... Fett, the Bantha? It was two guys in a horse costume. It was ridiculous. And then he's talking to it like it's a real thing. It looks preposterous. And it's laughable. It's literally... It's like the... Uh, what's it called? In Rome, when they're watching the Greek comedy play... And they have like the swords and stuff that are, uh, and it's just it's it, that is what I felt like I was watching. Yeah, it was like uh, 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 what's the um, what's the Japanese face paint? Oh, the um, um, I I don't know what that it's called, but like I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, like it's yeah, but it it genuinely I I it was so overdone, and every scene they have to have a fucking puppet, and it's like. I don't need this. Don't need it. It doesn't look it. real no. anymore. When you put stuff up in HD and high resolution after you film a puppet, it looks like a puppet. Yeah. It, it was good back then because, like, what you're, what you're seeing is, like, low HD. Yeah. And they're, like, moving, like, like... They're moving, sl- like, slowly with the puppets and shit like that, but it still looks kind of real because you're seeing it in low, Yoda high looks definition. totally real in the originals to me. Jabba looks amazing. I never... Me. I liked uh, uh, CGI Yoda, too. I, I thought he looked... I generally did think he looked yeah. great. And it's just... I, these people get in their heads, like, old, like everything that the, the, the originals did was perfect, and it's like, no, but a lot of what they did was great. And I really, I do like practical effects, but the ATAC in Rogue One is CGI. It's not practical. The ATAC in Rogue One looks incredible. And it does. So do yeah. the entire, like the ship battles. Yeah. The opening sequence of Revenge of the Sith is an all-time opening scene, like of all time. Like, top, if top, I would, I would very seriously put the first five minutes of, of Revenge of the Sith up against like The Godfather. I it is it, incredible for setting the tone and setting the scene. I put it up with um, The Godfather as well. Uh, Lord of the Rings is one of the best prologues I've ever seen. Lord of the Rings might be that, just for the because the narrative. But the the back to back prologues because you had the fight with the Balrog and Gandalf too. Yeah, so incredible. The worst one was the third one. <laughs> that was yeah, the that was not great. <laughs> Funny, <laughs> long memeable moments. But... Oh, oh! As a child, horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> as an adult, very funny. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I um, it's it, it's very like, I don't. It's and it's what they've been keep and we're circling back to Obi Wan, and it's just they keep trying to do these practical effects and then CGI some things and like CGI them like they don't matter. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. I don't think Obi Wan feels like Star Wars, especially like when he's chopping up the big fish. I think you just nailed it because like I just it. It doesn't feel like Star Wars to me. Mm-mm. It just feels like a lesser version of like what Star Wars should be. It feels like Titan AE. Titan AE. Yeah. What's that? There's a cartoon in like the two thousands where Matt Damon did the voice of. They kind of tried to make a Star Wars kind of esque spinoff story. Oh. It's actually a halfway decent movie. Oh, there you go. Edgy for um, for kids. Okay. But yeah, that was one of those like early 2000s, late 90s channels. Yeah. 
Um, well, like that maybe. I I have no idea, <laughs> but like it it it's just it's it's cheap. It's not well done. Yeah. The the stories that we get from these fucking people are is gross to me. Because uh, Boba Fett was not a good story. No. This is Obi Wan's not a good story. Ah. Um, uh. So, uh, we were talking about this earlier, and we should probably delve into it a little bit. Because we got to talk about the good parts, too. We can't just constantly talk about the negative, because that's definitely... Ewan McGregor will always have my heart and soul. <laughs> and every time I see Darth Vader, obviously, I'm going to be like, ooh. He's like, <laughs> it's Darth Vader, obviously. Yeah. But, like, I can also just go back and watch the originals every single time and just be like, oh, the, yeah, I can just get I can just get all my ga- uh, Vader-ness, like, yeah. from the originals, and it's awesome. So, it's so much better. Yeah. Uh, my my thing for, for Obi-Wan, what I think they did well, is I genuinely think it is a good plot. Um, so, spoilers, if you haven't watched the show yet, I can't imagine why you haven't. But it's... Uh, Leia is kidnapped by the Empire, and Obi-Wan has to go and save her. And I think you set that up as a plot storyline. I think that's a great plot. The issue is they decided to make Leia eight years old, and she's super annoying as an eight-year-old. It's the issue with child actors is they can come across as very good or very bad, and there's one or the other. You don't get both. What's a good child actor? I think Harry Potter did a great job with child actors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Sandlot did a great job with child actors. Yep. But you kind of... That movie, Sandlot, was centered around, like... I was, was going to say, and that's kind of... And Hogwarts was, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Harry Potter was, too. Um, like, you didn't see a fucking adult, really, in the Sandlot. Like, it was yeah, mainly, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. And then you get James Earl Jones at the end, and that was, like, basically speaking it. Speaking of Darth Vader. That's yeah, speaking time. of... Yeah. Um, but it's... So, it, it's hard, but it's not, like, yeah. It's not impossible. And I don't think that um, Jake... What's his name? Um, the... The... Um, the kid who played young Anakin, I don't think he's a terrible actor in any way, shape, or form. I actually think he's a pretty good child actor. I think the lines in the storyline that they give him are terrible. And I, I, you know, it's the same thing with Leia, where I don't think she's a terrible actress. It's just the lines that they give her are kind of obnoxious and annoying. You can have a clever eight-year-old be, uh, you know, uh, effective in the storyline, but they're doing it in a very ham-handed, now this is pod racing type of way, which none of us want. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, we all want uh, female heroes, but we had Rey, we've had Leia, we've had Jin or so. Like, we, we've established that, uh, what's McCoy? You can have great um, women heroes. They just don't need to be eight years old. And I get it that young eight year old girls need girls to look up to. That's fine. Can we just write them better? And it's the same thing with the villains, with. Um, uh, uh, Riva, yeah, Riva, yeah. It's is, it's, it, who's dog shit? It, it's it, it's it's really bad. Um, and it's and it's again like not necessarily the actress's fault. She's not acting very well in it. It's I. But the lines that she's giving don't help her either. That's what they're 
Disney and her. It's really hurting her. Like, it's just like, I, they're it's not. They're trying to hide behind the fact that, yeah, there are a bunch of awful racists that are coming out and saying awful shit to her about her being, you know, a mercy hire and all this stuff. And I, I feel bad. Um, cause you know, that's not true. She probably earned it on merit, but the issue is, is that is a completely separate issue from she's a bad actress that is not written well. And she might have been a better actress in different circumstances. It's the same thing with Hayden Christensen in. Uh, and you look how he, his career worked out with like he was an okay actor upcoming. Yeah. He did Star Wars, and his career was just like pretty much over. Over. Yeah. He has done nothing since. I, and that's why I feel bad for this actress because she might have been better if she had been better written. Um, but that being said, the character is terrible. It's, it's predictable, it's pedantic. Her entire like kaleidoscope of personality and likability is entirely based on the fact that she is angry in every single scene. And she plays rage and anger and impotent rage and impotent anger in every scene. And it's just, that's not interesting to watch. That's not a compelling backing story. It's just, she's not... She's not great. She does parkour in one scene, and everyone was like, oh, she does parkour. And it's like, yeah, but she has 50 shitty lines. And that's, I'm not picking on her alone because. That's just, that, it is athletic, though. She is very athletic if she was doing her own stunts for that. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. The other Inquisitors, I'm not picking on her alone. The other Inquisitor with the, the, the super pasty, the alien guy with the pasty white face and the stupid helmet head. Oh, that fucking guy. Yeah, he fucking sucks. He stinks. I thought he was Wong, so I was going to give him a, like, a little bit of credit because I love Benedict Wong. Nope. He's just some dude, and it's just every scene is just, oh, third sister, you don't know what's coming to you. <laughs> oh, third sister, we, we hate you, really. You have ambitions, third sister. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I have ambitions of my own. Yeah, it's, uh, again, it's uninteresting and dumb. It's, it's like, really dumb. I You know, I don't fear these people at yeah. any point in time. I'm not intimidated by them. I th- Talk about I, Count Dooku, um, Darth Maul. These are guys that I'm like, oh shit. Darth Maul will always be George Lucas's triumph. I have never been so scared of a singular like, like, awesome like mm-hmm. villain like that, <laughs> and like, like ever basically. And it's, that's... it's it's it to come up with a type of character like that is takes just. Imagine, I was going like, to say, so imagine if the storyline is you throw away Reva as a character uh, entirely. I actually like the concept of the Inquisitors. You literally have Jedi Hunters. I think that's cool. The way the execution is bad. But throw away them for the storyline. Imagine if you had Darth Maul be the one to kidnap Leia. And you have to have Obi-Wan confront Darth Maul. And you somehow tie the Empire into it. This is an idea I came up with ten seconds ago, and it's already a thousand times better. It's be I am gonna say controversial take to and it's and it's gonna upset a lot of people because people are fans of this guy. I fucking don't like Dave Filoni. I don't like his Star Wars. He says he's a big like the biggest Star Wars fan ever. 
I think he has hindered Star Wars in so many ways that, like, he has come up with good things for Star Wars. But the majority of it, in my opinion, is bad. I think I stand behind you. I, I think I genuinely agree. I like his Ahsoka story arc, but his fingerprints are all over the Mandalorian and Rebels. And I, I'm not as big a fan of those. And Rebels, like, ruins, like, Darth Maul's storyline a little bit. If you, uh, I, spoiler the, alerts if you guys have watched. The spinny lightsabers are one of the dumbest things. that Dumbest things read. ever. And he brought those in. That's just a dumb thing we didn't need. Hate I hate it. I just... That drives me crazy. I hate when it. When it's like, oh, we just introduced this And there was good parts of the Clone Wars. Like, the Bad Batch, cool, cool awesome. concept. Yep. Very cool concept. I'm not yep. saying the guy doesn't have good ideas. He does. But, but I just... It's, he has taken the reins on stores, and it's just not been good. And who the hell put Kathleen Kennedy in charge? She is even worse spitting that... I was going to say, whoever allowed... Who greenlit the storyline to uh, The Last Jedi, you should be shot. <laughs> oh my god. Absolutely okay. ridiculous. A ship is running out of gas, basically. That's the story. <laughs> the storyline is them slowly running out of gas. It's and then the answer dude. is, well, we're going to use our remaining gas to drive it through the ship. Dude, they fucking fuck up that ship <laughs> at the end. It's crazy. First of all, it should be impossible to do that. And there are all kinds of Star Wars lore that prevents you from doing that. Because if people did that, they would just do that fucking constantly. You take five angry people that are a little depressed and you put them in X-Wings. They could destroy the entire fleet. It's dumb. You go into hyperspace and the Millennium Falcon, you could blow up the Death Star. Dumb. Dumb. It's just... they. It, the writing is, is pandering and lazy. And I cannot believe that they are funding these. And it's just a glance at this script and I would have said, this is awful. Because Force Awakens is halfway decent. I think Force Awakens is a pretty good movie. I get it. People think it's a copy of A New Hope. It is, but it's a revitalization of A New Hope and trying to take it into a new direction. I get, I, I, I get that. I would just like disagree with you just because I... J.J. Abrams have, has done that before with Star Trek. He did the same thing. It's a revitalize, revitalization where he spun an like the original Star Trek into a new different story where it was literally the same story it was just a little bit different <coughs> excuse me <coughs> so Khan yes I agree with you the first Star Trek movie is an original concept and yeah like that that entire thing is an original concept and he came up with the idea of how do we revitalize Star Trek? And his idea was, we create wormholes that's going to disrupt the entire reality. And so, and so it's a new, so it's a new it, time. I was yeah. going to say, it's a totally original idea with totally original um, storylines. I think that's fucking brilliant. I really, I do. I, I will go to bat for, for JJ. I shouldn't after um, the last... Um, the Rise of Skywalker, you really shouldn't, but like... Eh. Rise of Skywalker, I would seriously argue, um, is one of the worst movies ever created. And I, I mean that. You are handed Star Wars. Star Wars. You can say the same thing about Peter Jackson and The Hobbit, though. You're I handed agree. The Hobbit. I agree. I agree. I think if Peter Jackson hadn't 
come up with They Shall Not Grow Old and uh, The Beatles Get Back, I would hate Peter Jackson. But he was able to show he's still a good director. He obviously just... Didn't, I don't think he gave a fuck about that. I don't think he gave a shit. I really don't. You could, like, it, it's just like... You can see... Money talks. It's effort, people. It's Money just talks. It, it, it's it's just effort. Like if some you, people if like. If you're gonna hand me a hundred million dollars to make a piece of garbage Hobbit movie, I hate to tell you this, but I, as much as I love the Hobbit, I will make a piece of garbage movie because <laughs> my grandchildren will never have to worry about money, and that's basically what Peter Jackson did. Yeah, uh, it's just I. Uh, Star Wars is it's in a rough place. I don't think I've ever been lower. With Star Wars, which is sad, is we it, went through like five years, five to six years, where we had nothing. Uh, it was two thousand five was Revenge of the Sith, and then I think. When did um? I mean, you, you could have watched Clone Wars and stuff like that, I guess, but like. Yeah, but we had a huge chunk of time. Where Dude, we had I think nothing. it was like I I honestly honestly got I think ten years. I think it was ten years, a decade where we just didn't have any Star Wars. Remember that like whole thing? Like, oh my god. Like Star Wars is actually fucking Star- coming back. I, I, it was it was insane to people that it, Star Wars is actually coming back. And it's just yeah, like, you're we right. had the Force Unleashed in that period. We had Battlefront Two. Yeah, we had Karen Travis's book series. We had um, um, the 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 Last Jedi book series. We had some of the greatest lore and 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 legends that you can possibly come up with for all of these great storylines that all tie into Lucas's work and. Disney really kind of just and and I I genuinely I think that um, Filoni is a big part of basically saying fuck all that and it's it's silly to me that you have brilliant writers who have been approved by George Lucas because the idea was so good that have sold millions of copies and you literally just said like nah fuck it we can do better and then you're shitty at it like, you can still cherry-pick ideas that you like, and they didn't. They went in this completely original direction that's not as good. And not not that it's not as good, it's bad. It is actively bad. You know what's getting... You, you know what's, uh, like, like, TV shows that are actually doing well? It's TV shows that are taking from original material. Mainly comic books, I will say. A mainly a, a specific show, The Boys. I yeah, recommend yeah, the yeah. show entirely. It's based off a comic book series. And literally, they are taking source material from the comic book series and putting it on the screen. And it's outstanding. It's outstanding. So, like, if you just, like, read it, you don't have to take the entire thing. You don't have to take the entire story. But... That's why books are better than, like, are sometimes better than TV and movies. Usually. Usually, usually, usually. usually. Because they, like, the author puts thought and and very good detailed effort into each, like, writing that they do. And it's just, it's, it is, it's just better. It, it, and you can really live uh, through that book. That's why... When you, like, read it, you can visualize it and create something that's amazing. Game of Thrones had, what, four and a half? Six seasons, seasons? Six seasons of, of amazing... Utter brilliance. Other, utter brilliance. Yes, missteps uh, with episodes along the way. It happens. I get it. 
But like but throughout six you seasons, you it was three seasons of perfection. By the end of yeah, by the end of season six, I was just like, this is the greatest show on television by yeah, far. It was, it was, it was, it was. I literally like, tweeted it. It, it 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 wasn't even close. I like it, Breaking Bad was gone. Like mm-hmm. every everything yep. that I held dear and loved was just like this is the greatest show I've ever seen in my entire life. And, and once you get rid of that source material, it's just season seven, and it's at the instant it started happening, it was like, who who approved this? Why is there not oversight? Why did somebody not read this script and proofread it? It's like people literally, it's just like, shove it out. It'll make millions. It doesn't matter. And it's just like, guys, you'll make hundreds of millions if you do a third draft. I just, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Game of Thrones, Marvel, Star Wars. Like, I wouldn't be surprised like, if like they took it off HBO because it just doesn't make money. I don't know a single person that would re-watch, re-watch that That's series. That's what's funny to me. Is that they really counted on that? I mean, we were also hot on the announcement that there will be a Jon Snow expansion TV show. That I so I was so that was the next question since we talked about like the tr- tragedy that is Disney right now. I was mm-hmm. gonna ask you this: What are like upcoming things that we can actually like look forward to? House of the Dragon, man. I'm I'm really putting my eggs in the basket of House. They of the have Dragon. the story because they have the source material. They have it. <laughs> yeah. They have they have a beginning and they have an end to it. Like yeah. and guys, the beginning and end are sick. It's it's yeah. it, it's, it's, awesome. it's it's an awesome story. Like yeah. and they have details mm-hmm. in between and it's awesome. Like I've I've read uh, the House of the Dragon. I've read mm-hmm. all all that. It's awesome. Yeah. So like it, I am also going to watch it. Um, I'm looking forward. They've been talking about doing a Dunkin' Egg TV show forever. I think a Dunkin' Egg TV show would be great, too. Uh, but they're not going to do that for years, though, because they're going to stick with this fucking John I Snow. I think House of the Dragon would be great, but whoever said they wanted who to see what happens to Jon Snow after Fucking care. He had the only story I can tell you, that was okay. I can, t- I can tell you like what the first episode of that episode of that like Cold. show is going to be. It's just going to be him in like, a little hut, and he's just going to be like... PTSD from like killing Daenerys you'd be like it's <gasps> <gasps> just like like getting haunted by it it's called a wet dream <laughs> <laughs> ah, that still pisses me off I, like, like, I, like, like I guys I have not watched a single second of Game of Thrones I since have, the last what's really funny is it's, and I've I not have missed been, it I've, I've not gone, missed it so I have gone through the audiobooks audiobooks yep yeah. no 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 yep yeah, but I hold that separate a little bit and the audiobooks are still hold up they're and, fabulous the yeah. books are great they really yeah, are That's they really the are part. and it, it's crazy because I, like I'm listening to the uh, audiobook for Game of Thrones right now and fucking David and Dan uh, they took so much material <laughs> <laughs> from the books that means literally like, direct they still quotes have fabulous scenes that they wrote themselves when like Cersei and Robert, Robert I was literally marriage. about to I was literally about I, to say that that is one of the best scenes that they have yeah one of the best scenes yep oh my god so I it's just there's material out there that is so worth doing like Mistborn the the Stormlight Archives Excuse me. These are TV shows that are potential for multi-millions. They're fabulous. But Wheel of Time... I, dude, I don't know what is, happened to that. It was... It, 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 it was fucking tone-deaf pandering. It's crazy how bad that, that TV show was. It's crazy how bad that ended up. And um, 
I love I love real time. It's definitely niche. And what you did was just make a niche subject like even worse for like those niche like people that want to actually watch it. So I just it's Star Wars is niche. It's kind of this universally loved thing. And you take sure three ish of the greatest movies of all time. And you really, you kind of have this endless playground for writers. And there's so much that has been done that's good. And there's so much that could be done that people haven't even come up with yet. Look, like, no one wants to to watch a movie about hope. They don't. You know what people, regardless of the language they speak, want to see? You take a hundred Jedi and have a hundred Sith fight them, and you have a hundred lightsabers and a hundred lightsabers going back and forth, and some of them are double-bladed, and some of them are lightsaber spears, and you put them in cool-ass armor and have a 20-minute massive battle in which ends between the last three and then one good guy, and the good guy wins. That's all you need to do. And you have this insane choreography. You can write literally. It doesn't even have to be twenty that. minutes. It could be less than that. It should be twenty minutes. It should be twenty. Minutes. It should be twenty minutes. I would watch that scene over and over and over and over. We watched the Battle of the Bastards over and over again, and the Battle of the Bastards wasn't that good. Exactly. <laughs> I watched Braveheart. That like that, uh, okay. Well, Braveheart's amazing. <laughs> exactly. You can do that same shit, just lightsaber. It. It's just, we got, we got spoiled. We grew up in the era of Gladiator, Kingdom of Heaven, Braveheart, Patriot. <laughs> these just massive historical epics with these grand battles and, and, and Lord of the Rings and, and uh, prequels. And it was I recommend awesome. uh, The Duel and The King for uh, The King battles. is a good movie. The King, King has a good battle, a good battle scene. <coughs> it's 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 a generally good movie. It's Shakespearean language. It's so based it's on it's a Henry the Fifth. Weird. At, at, I think it kind of cut off at an odd point. It's based off Henry the Fifth's thing. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, I, I do. And I, I think the play actually ends weirdly like that. Okay. It was it was a kind of. An odd I I'm movie. not sure though. Like I've I've never actually read that the being Shakespeare. Said, their version of Agincourt freaking awesome phenomenal i i actually think they did it beautifully i, I think I like i i mean like uh i read i i i consider myself an expert on agicore i think they did it very good justice of what like they presented basically yeah that's exactly how i picture it maybe a little bit like as bernard cornwell <laughs> wrote truly it is uh what's gonna call it yeah i i think they did a great job yeah i think they did. yeah uh so like the king i would recommend highly when if you want like a medieval battle medieval battle i think that is very accurate mm-hmm. but um yeah I, it, what what other tv shows are you like looking forward to like i'm looking forward so to the house of dragon got, got as well dragon. like um about it, uh, I know. Stranger Things is good. If anyone's Stranger uh, Things is solid. I this season hasn't compelled me as much as the other seasons. I liked the last episode. I was actually. Um, I yeah. The the twist was good. Yeah. I will sta- I the, will twi- the twist was. I good. saw part of it coming. I did not see the other. I was the coming. same way. Yeah. The, I think me and you. Yes, I think mm-hmm. me and you were on the same one. Like this guy's definitely. 
Yep. Yeah. Bingo. But yes. uh, but he wasn't yes. like yeah yeah. 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 Mm. I thought the same. Yes. I up. Yes. I saw. It. <laughs> We're doing hand gestures so we don't spoil <laughs> it for you people. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I thought the same thing. All and, I'm saying, it's crazy that Eleven has an older brother. That's all I'm saying. It's <laughs> very true. Very true. But um, all right. Let's end on a positive note. That Vader scene. As much as I hate the writing, holy shit, that was awesome. I mean, like, he was just toying with her the entire time. I was like, I I love this so much. It's him playing the puppet strings. I love, and I just, I think the ship was a little too much. I think you showed Vader being a little too powerful because he could have ripped out Obi-Wan's liver at any point in time. Like, a little too much. Um, But I love. I I like that like that power because like he like he is supposed to be that powerful. He's supposed he's supposed to be that powerful with the force and I and I appreciate right, that. That's fair. That being said, how bad did the special effects of the ship look? Very bad. I thought they looked really bad. They were very they they were extremely bad. I yeah. completely agree with you on that. Yeah, they were very bad. Um that being said, but like the actual fight with Reva. Oh my god. <laughs> It's uh, you know what I really love that they incorporated, which made it kind of realistic, is that there were kind of pauses that Vader had to do and kind of move around and compensate for his armor. He wasn't doing a Yoda episode two, just and jumping up and down. And Dude, Yoda flexible as fuck when it comes to that. He wasn't doing like yeah. a Duke. Duke might have been the best like like flow kind of guy. Yeah. Besides, like yep. maybe like Darth Maul was similar with like the yep. flow of yep. everything too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh just Vader really. He did a good thing where he, like it was it it was coordinated, and parts and, like, of it you looked can, you coordinated. Can, you can parts have... of it looks un. <laughs> I all right, I and, and I'm saying this for my like my people that people that like don't like choreographed. Take a look at Liam Neeson as Qui Gon Jinn. What he is doing is he's doing choreographed, but it also looks like it's like actual fighting. Because, like, he's battering, like, Darth Maul mm-hmm. with, like, hacking and slashing. Yep. Like a knight would, basically. Yes. And, like, but he's also doing, like, Jedi moves, which is, like, movies. Like, I would argue Samuel L. Jackson does God damn thing. it. That was, like, that was the best thing I've ever seen. The Phantom Menace fight was so good. It, it, it's the best lightsaber fight. I, I get it. You always argue because of the emotion that it's going to be Revenge of the Sith, but I'm hardcore. I do. Phantom Menace is my favorite, easily. It's, it, fight-wise, like, I, I genuinely, like, agree with you. Like, it, 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 it probably is. Mm-hmm. I just, like, would like to hold on to, like, the feeling that, like, oh, Revenge of the Sith, like, is the best piece. Like, it, it has the best music, and just, like, it's still no, awesome. No, I still, the Duel of the Fates, man? It just gets higher. Absolutely incredible. It is, dude. It is, and and like I like I fucking love like that story. Like I'm getting giddy right now just thinking about it. I'm excited that's what, to go that, watch Phantom that, Menace. That's that's what Star Wars is supposed to do to you, and that's like not what's not what's happening. With Star I Wars. agree. And so, but my thing is, is that there were scenes that did make me giddy. Uh, Anakin and Obi Wan 
being like master and apprentice again. The flashback. It was great. Hayden Christensen looks like he's 60. I don't care. (laughs) He He does. They got to fight. That was so cool. And it was a good choreographed lightsaber battle. I love that. Yeah. That was good. Um, uh, What's been going on? They actually showed Anakin killing children. Bananas. That was bananas. I did not think, like, uh, Disney had the fucking balls to do that. But they they had more than balls to do that. They were just like... They were like, he did kill children. We're going to show you yeah, immediately exactly. you what see, they're going to yeah, do. Like, we'll show you him choking them out. And it's like, oh, my lord. <laughs> uh, my lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, no, it's, uh, what's it called? It, it, it showed that Disney, you know, there was a little bit of a twist in the last episode with Reva. I, um, I have hopes. It might end strong. It might literally have been like, guys, we just need a vessel to get him here. And we might, that's yeah, kind like of what it feels like, like it is, like the Phantom Menace. We're gonna shift through a, a a thing of dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the most incredible fight they ever see with uh, Vader and Obi Wan. And that's I, I genuinely that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Is it does kind I of would, remind me of Phantom Menace? In, I would be in hysterics though, if like they just don't fight again. If they do, if Obi Wan just runs away. Something like that, dude. Or if, uh, what's him called? Obi-Wan's just a force ghost that he's projecting himself into from Tatooine. Oh. And then he just keels over and dies and breaks cannon. Oh. oh, don't, don't put that in my mind. That would break my mind. That's how Luke Skywalker died. That's canon. That is how Luke Skywalker died. The force doesn't make sense, by the way. Like the force, the force has just been like. I'm just like like any rule. (laughs) Dumb. So like, all right. So the originals was like this force. The force was amazing. In the prequels, like oh, we put a science to it. Then the sequels, they're just like, it's just, you know, (laughs) magic. (laughs) Anything you set your mind to, that's the force. Silencio. Avada Kedavra. Wrong movie. It's the force. It still works. Leia just floating back into the fucking ship. That will always crack me That's, up. That's... Who wrote Flying Leia? I don't know. They should be, like, brought out... Brought out into the yard. <laughs> <laughs> fucking killing squad. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of just public humiliation. And we need to bring back the stocks. Dude, and if you write a bad... Like, if you write a bad movie of Star Wars... You, you deserve dunce. And on, guess on, what? On. You know what? George would have said, you know what, guys? My bad. <laughs> Taken his licks in the stock, gotten out, and written a better movie. But we have Kathleen Kennedy who's like, you're doing this because you're racist. And it's like, no, no. We, we don't like Rose because she's a bad character, you nut. <laughs> And she was not in Rise of Skywalker, so, like, (laughs) you kind of listen to all the races, so. Exactly. Which, how does that make you feel? (laughs) You asshole. God. Well, let's just say that uh, our contempt for sorrows will remain until they give us something that's worth cheering on. I'm loving the next time we tune in is right after the last episode of Obi-Wan, and it's just, we have the greatest fight of all time. That would be amazing. I I would, prove me wrong, Disney. 
I want to be proven wrong. I do too. I genuinely want to be proven wrong. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I haven't re-recorded this ad 15 times. Hi, I'm Ben Hunt. I hate to interrupt your lovely podcast experience with this ad, but I'm going to anyway. Why? Because Anchor needs me to. So I'm really never going to advertise for anything that I don't believe in. And Anchor, I actually believe in. So Anchor is an app or a website that allows me to do everything I need to for the podcast. It allows me to record and edit right from my phone or my computer. It also allows me to distribute my podcasts on every listening platform you can think of, from Spotify to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, even Stitcher. So basically, it's a one-stop shop for everything you need in a podcast. And best of all, it's totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening to the Enlightened Podcast. We are brought to you by Anchor, a subdivision of Spotify specifically for podcasting. Not only can we be found on Spotify, we can also be found on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or frankly, anywhere you can find a good podcast. We can also be found on Instagram and Facebook. We're working on getting a Snapchat together. And in the meantime, you can DM us any questions, thoughts, concerns, or just a review. We've gotten more than a couple so far, and they've been overwhelmingly positive, not to brag, but we're pretty happy about that. So if you have any other thoughts or opinions, please feel free to let us know. And in the meantime, like and subscribe for more content.